Welcome to Public Safety Talk Radio, the podcast for all of our heroes in public safety, including law enforcement professionals, firefighters, EMTs, corrections officers, healthcare workers, and more. The show is produced by the POCUA and is founded upon its soundness initiative. This episode is sponsored by the Finest Service Organization, a provider of line of duty death loan protection through many of our POCUA institutions. I am Ken Bader, your host for Public Safety Talk Radio, and I have not just one, not just two, but three great guests from Blue Star Security in my hometown of Chicago, Illinois. We're going to talk about their business, talk about running a security company, and more. I'm so glad to have these guys. All three of them have great bios that I could spend another 20 minutes telling you all about them. But from right to left on my screen, for those folks that are actually watching this and not just listening, I have the great John Felino. He is the Director of Security Production Division for Blue Star Security. In the middle, I have the President, who will be answering all the questions. Uh, Anthony Barchetto, and I have Jeff Saluto, VP and CFO. Welcome, gentlemen. We're going to have a great time today. <laughs> My pleasure. So, yeah, let me start with this. You know, I know you know you're all Chicago cops. You know, you all have you know great backgrounds. And, and simply put, you know, you you know what you're doing. Uh, but what makes Blue Star Security, you know, bluntly so special other than the fact that you know, you're law enforcement? I'm assuming, and this is a good question before I even get into that, I'm assuming you don't need to be law enforcement to start a security company. You could have been a bouncer or something, right? But, you know, you guys have something special that other security companies don't have. Tell us why you're different and why you're better. So what, what we believe we are different, uh, first and foremost, is, is you're, you're correct. You don't need to be former law enforcement to have a security company. You just have to have a security license. But we bring, just with the three of us here, uh, we bring over 50 years of law enforcement experience, which is a good background and good base. Uh, but what we bring, what separates us different, is not only do we hire only active and retired law enforcement, which also have real, each and every one of them have decades of real life experience. Uh, but we, we we bring management, uh, which we believe is, is, is excellent. We bring uh, personal relationships with our clients. I and mean, I think that's a really big deal. A lot of large companies, I feel, you know, um, they, they, they really don't have those personal relationships that are, are important in our industry because there's always uh, changes and amendments that need to be made. And you have to know that information is being relayed properly through the chain of command. So. We have over 600 employees here in Chicago, as I said, all active and former law enforcement, which is by numbers a large company. But mm. we feel that we, we are really a mom and pop company in the sense that if a client needs something, they're gonna pick up the phone, they're gonna call John, they're gonna call Jeff, or they're gonna call myself, or they're gonna call our operations manager. They're not gonna be filtered through a chain of command and maybe not get the response they need. They're gonna get an immediate response. And I think that that sets us apart. Also holding people accountable, all right? Uh, we, we, we do a very good job of, of tracking our jobs, uh, making sure people are on time, people are dressed in proper uniform. Uh, and that could be a, a variety of different things depending on the client. It could be a soft look, it could be a hard look, it could be, uh, you know, uh, all of our guards are armed. So, you know, it could be weapon exposed, weapon concealed. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that creates challenges because we have so many different clients and each one of them has a different idea of what they want for their particular business. Um, so so that, that, that really sets us apart. And then experience. You know, 
um, you know, in the state of Illinois, to become a security guard, you need a 20 hour training class, right? Just to be an entry level security guard. Our guys have decades of real life experience with, you know, making quick decisions in stressful situations, force mitigation, um, you know, de-escalation techniques, which are so key because mm -hmm. we don't, you know, we, we, even though we're, we're law enforcement, the last thing we want to do is, is have any situation turn into physical, uh, physical altercation. We believe that we use our, our minds, our experience, and more or less our words to, you know, really mitigate a lot of things that might escalate for somebody else. So do you leave the physical altercation just to the boardroom amongst yourselves? <laughs> at times, yes. At times. <laughs> Who, no. survive. Who wins? Well, we just got six foot five, so Jeff, Jeff and I will team up and then Jeff hits yeah. the dog and six the dog out. Gentle giant. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who are just listening and not watching the uh, YouTube version, there's a dog, a plastic dog that's bigger than all three of these guys together sitting in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, I, I want to dig a little bit more into this because there's there's a ton of security companies out there. Um, there are some that are run by ex-military. There are some that are run by uh, guys that I know that this may or may not get me uh, shut down on this show. There are some that are run by former Secret Service and FBI um, out there. You know, what is there a different type of approach if it's a military background, a law enforcement background, a Secret Service FBI type background? Is there a different approach to security or do you do you believe that all you guys, all your different companies kind of approach security the same way? Um, no, I, I would listen, I, I'd say there's a general approach, obviously, to running any company, right? But when it, when it, what separates the companies, we're a Chicago police owned company, right? In Chicago, right? And I think that speaks volumes because so many of these companies you call for security, you got a guy answering the phone, you know, out there in California where some other people live, you know, so some people live out west over there. <laughs> but, but the point of the matter is, is, is we have a specialty here. I mean, yes, we have clients we service in other locations, but at the end of the day, we want to be known. We started this company for one reason. When you see that logo, you know that you're dealing with an active or law off-duty police officer who works in the state of Illinois, who's familiar with the needs that you have in the state, in the city, in the county, or in the suburbs surrounding. We've, you know, we've all grown up here. We've all worked here for, again, 15, 22, 25 years. And if you you take our entire 654 employees and add all the time that they've had on the job. I mean, you, you have, there's no area in this state for the most part that we you know, don't, are not familiar with. I mean, you know, joking about neighborhoods or, 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 or schools or the trains or whatever is, is funny because like, that's what we know. We know we know this, this area. We, if you're, if you're FBI, secret service, military, there's a specialty you're going to bring to your company. Absolutely. But it's not going to be a localized specialty that we bring to ours. You know, we started, we started this company thinking nothing more than this would be something maybe hopefully to have when we retired. I never envisioned it to grow this fast as it has. We've had this business now for 12 years. We've never envisioned it 12 years that we have anything more than a little side thing. 
And mm -hmm. for this, I retired two years ago from the police department from the canine unit, hence the dog that's you know, behind <laughs> uh, So it's appropriate. That's why you sat by the dog. <laughs> that's, that's right. And I was gotta have him at my back. So so but 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 to be able to leave and run the company full time and give six hundred and fifty plus law enforcement officers a side job that allows them to do things they otherwise couldn't afford to do, put their kid through hockey, send mm -hmm. their kid to a school. You know, it, it it has created a brand here in Chicago that I think, it, to, even to this day, amazes all of us that we go to a place and talk to someone. They're like, "Oh my God, yeah, we've heard about you." Or we get a call from someone we would never expect to get a call from saying, "You know, we've heard about you guys." It was never the plan, never the vision, but it's it, it, it's a it's a testament to the people that we brought on, the supervisors we have, the workers we have. Because, like Andy mentioned earlier, when we go out there. We're telling you that you have a higher level of security. So we want to make sure that you're getting that higher level. We want to look the part. We want to act the part. We want mm -hmm. to come up as a professional. We want to build relationships because, again, it goes a long way to building a brand. It's not just mm -hmm. a company. It's, you know, we get involved in, a, in things. We, we get involved in fundraising and donating to police organizations. It's become a whole, it's become something, like I said, we've never in our wildest dreams imagined. But it, 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 that's what separates a Chicago-owned us company versus mm -hmm. these other companies who, again, they have their specialty. They can do things. There's we listen. John mentioned earlier we have a a, a a canine company that we work with, bomb detection. You know, you have to realize what you don't do and find someone who does it really well and partner with them. Sure. We know we do well. You know, we 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 provide a, a high-level security guard who's got law enforcement background and will give you the most professional, best appearance for what your specific need is. And again, those needs are always different. Every client has a different set of needs. So. Sure. Now a word from one of the POCUA's proud business partners, OfficerPrivacy.com. OfficerPrivacy.com was founded by Pete James, a law enforcement professional with over 25 years of experience. Pete wanted to find a way to help law enforcement officers protect themselves and their families. So he formed a team to create a way to quickly identify and remove their information from certain sites. Officerprivacy.com is the result. This service is already offered through a select few of our POCUA organizations. As a listener of Public Safety Talk Radio, you can take advantage of a special offer from Officerprivacy.com. Go to officerprivacy.com slash POCUA, and when you sign up, you'll get two additional bonuses. In addition to removing your personal information from the top 30 people search sites, they will give you your first two months of monitoring free. This is a value of $39.98. In addition to that, you'll receive a cell phone privacy device, a $19.99 value. This prevents data from leaving your cell phone when you use public charging stations and is a must when traveling. So go to officerprivacy.com slash POCUA today to take advantage of this offer and to protect your privacy. Organizations who are members of the POCUA and are interested in offering the service directly to their members, contact us at POCUA at btcinc.org. Sure. Well, let's dig into that a little bit more if uh, for nothing else for my edification, because I know absolutely nothing about security. You know, I just lock my door and keep my 357 loaded and hope that that's all I need. But yeah, uh, you, you mentioned 
the Chicago part of your brand, which is near and dear to my heart, you know, having lived in Chicago, growing up there for, you know, was there for nearly 40 years and I'm only 25. So figure that out. <laughs> uh, but thanks for laughing at that. Cause I know none of my listeners are going to laugh at that stupid joke. Um, <clears throat> but it, it, and I, I, I agree with you that, sh- that every city kind of has its own nuances well, let's say, you know, Vince Vaughn is your client. He may actually be your client. I don't know. Uh, he's a Cubs fan, so I don't watch his movies anymore. But um, say Vince Vaughn says, hey, I want Blue Star Security and I'm going to be, you know, I'm leaving Chicago. You know, I've got a tour going on in Miami and New Orleans and Houston, and then I'm going to be in L.A. So, you know, no question that, you know, Chicago, like the back of your hand. You know, what about these clients? What Because I understand that you operate throughout the whole country. How does that change your security detail and your strategy if you're working with a client that's going to multiple cities and it may not be a city that you're as familiar with as Chicago? So can I, I'll respond to this one here. Just say, for example, Vince Plug being that client, a big part of Blue Star, as Jeff Anthony brought up, is also fundraising charity work. One of that is an organization that at your leisure check Brotherhood for the Fallen, near and dear to our hearts. We contribute, if we're not there in person, financially, we're there to support that great organization founded and operated here out of Chicago. With that being said, they've been to all 50 states. Mm-hmm. They have the context. They're there when there's a fallen officer representation from the Chicago Police Department's there, not only in person to, to you know kind of uh, support that family, but also with a check. Okay, so that gives us context and resources throughout the country. Another one, two, two and a half weeks, three weeks, May 15th, in 1962, JFK signed a proclamation that every May 15th is National Peace Officers Day. Mm-hmm. I'll be in Washington, D.C., representing, you know, the Chicago Police Department, but also meeting, networking, and greeting with hundreds, if not thousands of different officers from across the country and some from across the world. Those contexts are you know priceless because all of a sudden we get that call today from Vince Vaughn that he's doing this tour or maybe it's a movie that films a little bit here in Chicago then Miami New York or anywhere we have those contacts and resources and that scenario is not something that you you just made up there we've actually dealt with that right excuse me with the high-end client we needed something in New York and down in the Philadelphia and you know we Worked, worked this through and through our context, we're very successful in that. And it's another reason why Blue Star Security is you know, above and beyond most. Yeah, and I was reading in your bio that you actually trained some actors on police procedure and so forth. Who is the dumbest actor that you ever, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll switch it up. Who is, who, is actually, who is actually the sharpest actor you ever worked with? That I can leave, it, leave in the audio and the video. Yeah, you know what, there's, uh, that, that's a great question, and I'm going to put two, I'm going to put a male and female. They're, they're sure, go for it. Yeah, let's talk about the female show. first. I don't even want to talk about the male. <laughs> Jennifer Beals. Oh, yeah. From, from Flashdance, mm-hmm. who's a dear friend and a wonderful person. As a police officer, she just got it. The training, yeah. the policy, the procedure, the tactics, it was almost like working with a fellow police officer. She was absolutely amazing. Um, the male, Jason Clark. Jason is now, he's in a big uh, Lakers um, series called, I believe it's Winning Time. Winning, mm-hmm. 
something like yeah, that. Well, yeah, winning not, time. Yeah, controversial right now. So he's in the media based on this right now. But yeah. both of them, they got it. And that's actually the first show I worked on going back um, at least 12 years ago. So both of them were actually very impressive and great when it came to uh, police policy, tactics, procedure, and just kind of a really wanting and understanding law enforcement. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I won't watch Winning Time because I'm a Bulls fan um, <laughs> whose season is over. But, uh, but anyhow, uh, be that as it may, yeah, is there, when you do have one of these touring, tri- traveling uh, type of clients, and the the detail is in Hawaii. Do you take seniority on that as to who gets to serve it? Yes, I make that part of the contract that I need to be there beforehand and after <laughs> to ensure advance work and post work to ensure everyone's safe and secure. Yeah, we, we got at least a month advance work on this sucker. All right, you know, so take me over to Honolulu. All right, so <laughs> getting into serious mode for just a bit, which uh, is a mode I don't like to stay in for too long, but um, you know, obviously. Yeah, it's a rough time for police officers. I think it's gotten a little bit better. Um, you know, in fact, that was kind of the subject of a recent uh, police foundation conference uh, I had the pleasure of speaking at. Was kind of the tone was it's getting a little bit better, but you know, let's you know not you know jump for joy yet. So I'm happy that it's at least on the upswing. But yeah, as a civilian, as an outsider, it seems to me that we still have a number of good police officers that want out of the job. You know, whether they've been there for 27 years, 17 years, or even seven months. This, you know, what am I what am I doing this for? And they're trying to transition into other jobs. You know, obviously. Yeah, service such as security is well aligned with that profession. Um, but you know, what are some of the challenges? You guys, you know, know this. I mean, you some you know, you either were cops or still cops, uh, but you've had to transition into a for-profit business, which is a, a different mentality, a different environment. You know, what are some of the the challenges in transitioning from being a public safety professional to being a business owner or entrepreneur? So I would say first and foremost, it's compliance and liability, right? So when you're working for a municipality, you know, you're covered under their insurance, um, their policies, their general orders. Now from the private side, you know, we have to obtain the license. We have to obtain the insurance. We have to ensure that each and every one of our guards is also in compliance. Well, here in Illinois, Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation, they mandate those, those rules for security. Now, depending on what type of security you, you utilize depends on what policies you have to follow. In our case, we utilize all armed, armed guards. Now, active law enforcement are exempt from certain, from certain um, certifications. But once they retire, now that puts them in a whole nother realm where they have to obtain certain licenses. So from our end, not only for us to learn these policies, to us become compliant in these, but then to also make sure that over 600 people are always in compliance, right? So that, that's a challenge, right? That was something that we never had to deal with working for the Chicago Police Department. Now all that liability falls on ourselves and ultimately our, our business, right? So, so that, that's important. Um, also just the mentality aspect, right? So as policemen, 
you know, you want to catch the bad guy. You want to, you want to, you want to do right. And, and you still want to do that working in a security capacity, but there's different rules and regulations. So when you're working security, you're really not enforcing law. You're enforcing policy, right? That policy could be from a store that you're working for. That policy could be from the, the licensed security agency that you work for. We have our policies. Um, that policy could be from an individual that you're, you're being contracted to protect, right? So that creates a challenge. We have many, many clients that are similar in the scope of work, but they all require different things from us. Mm-hmm. Now, attire is just one thing, right? We could be asked to wear a uniform. We could be asked to wear a suit. We could be asked to wear, uh, you know, a variety of different things, a hard look, a soft look, uh, concealed, open carry, right? That's just one thing. But then there's different um, different clients that, you know, some, some clients, uh, you know, they want more discreet security. Some want that more of the upfront in your face security to be a visual deterrent. So we have to wear so many different hats on the private sector where, you know, law enforcement, you're a cop, you're responding to your calls and you kind of knew what you were doing every day. Although you, you know, you're reacting to different situations. You kind of knew where you stood. We're asking our people to maybe, you know, our guys that work for us, they might work 10 different jobs for us. Mm-hmm. Each one of them has a different uh, post order, a different uniform, uh, you know, one might be standing, one might be sitting, one might be monitoring CTTV, one might be in a vehicle. I mean, there's such a wide variety, a wide scope of, of, of uh, different security um, aspects that we cover. We, we mm-hmm. cover a very wide range. So that's that's also um, been a challenge. So, um, I mean, you guys have anything to add with that? But I mean, well, when, part, it's, it's, when you it's really when... the clients and then getting into that mentality sure. that although they are intertwined in a way, they are entirely two different things. Being law enforcement, we're actually enforcing laws and dealing with the public than working in the private sector and knowing that you're, you're really being contracted by, you know, uh, whether it's the company or the agency you work for to follow their orders or their, 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 uh, their policies. Right, right. When you send John out, do you send him out with a wig and in incognito <laughs> or... Yeah, <laughs> deep, deep undercover. Yeah, you can't even find him. He's so undercover. You know yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a, a six-five guy in LA, nobody will ever notice that. Uh, <laughs> you pronounce Tito wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for watching part one of On Board with Blue Star. Part two of On Board with Blue Star will air next week on episode 79 of Public Safety Talk Radio. Public Safety Talk Radio is produced by the POCUA. POCUA is a consortium of financial institutions serving law enforcement as well as other first responders and public safety professionals. To learn more about our association, And to find one of our credit unions or service providers near you, go to www.policecreditunions.com. And always remember, if you aren't working with one of our POCUA credit unions, you're just banking with an institution that just so happens to serve first responders. As a public safety professional, you and your family deserve better. Find a POCUA credit union today. 